You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. Citations, everyone. Welcome. My name is Andy, and you are listening to the podcast covers all things Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and of course Star Wars. That's right. This is the Decast. We are here with Sean. We are here with Chris, and our new co-host coming on next week. We have David here, and we're bringing you the best of what Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars has to offer, including. Of course, the lesser-known movies. You are Disneyland 101, known as Surviving Disneyland. Also, this week in Disney history. Also, in Andy Stoichess, we're talking about the Oscars this last week. And Captain Marvel, that much more of your questions and just some fun banter. This week on, wait for it, the D-Cast. And how's everybody doing today? Chris, how you doing? I'm doing well, sir. Good, good, good. Sean, how you doing today? Doing great, Andy. We, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good. And we have our new fellow host here. He doesn't have a microphone yet. It will be here tomorrow. We have David, if you're watching on Instagram. You can say hi really loud. Hey, how's it going? David's here. He doesn't have a microphone yet, but we will We will have a microphone for him very, very soon. Uh, first of all, I just wanted to thank you all because uh, we're here recording on this fancy fancy pants equipment. I have a board here. I have never used a board for a podcast before. And uh, we have these cool microphones and headphones, and this is just pretty much freaking amazing. And uh, we just want to thank you guys. Absolutely, thank you all very much. Yes, yes, yes. Chris, what, what what does this mean to you that we have this gear? It means we can sound awesome. We 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 can. We, well, we I thought we did sound awesome. Well, of course we sound. <laughs> we can sound awesomer. Oh, awesome. Uh, what are you saying? You say I don't sound good? No, we sound amazing. Oh goodness, my. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm backpedaling. But also, for those of you who have given to the GoFundMe, thank you so much. We're still keeping that open because we can use uh, a little more funds for like a better table and some other stuff. Um, but Chris, why don't you tell them what we're going to be doing uh, at this little comic store across the street from where we're recording now. What's happening there? Well, the uh, lovely people over at uh, Rogue City Comics, we had a kind of an impromptu meeting. And uh, we talked about if we could possibly record some stuff in their store, use their upstairs area, keep it local, because we're local. Yes. And we wanted to, to keep giving back, and uh, they were all for it. They're super excited about it. We're going to be having another kind of get-together with them to discuss a great time for everything. But since we're looking to expand into possibly YouTube videos and do some live reaction stuff, uh, we thought it would be a good place to have a backdrop that was very uh, comic book-esque and Marvel and sci-fi and all good things that we love. In an actual comic book store. Yes. I, that's amazing. Their, their store is awesome. And, you know, we have two amazing comic book stores here in Southern Oregon, which I just love. Like, they're not that far from each other. There's Astral Games, which is amazing. And then we got Rogue City Comics right across the street. They have a big old Iron Man out front. I love yes, it. it's gorgeous. Yes, and also... With that, we're going to start recording the podcast from there, which I'm super excited about. Also, other announcement. If you did not hear this on, on Instagram, uh, there is the largest free Comic-Con in the world. Happens here in Southern Oregon. 
I know we have listeners all around the world, 50,000 uh, downloads a month, but the largest free Comic-Con happens here in Medford, Oregon. Medford Comic-Con. We are the official DJs and MCs yes. of Medford Comic-Con, two years running. I did it by myself last year, and now we got this crew, including our new host, which I would like to introduce. David Van Hook is here. He does not have a microphone, uh, but he is not only our Marvel guy. He's doing a Marvel <clears throat> segment each week, starting next week. He's also our cosplay expert. Um, go, my gosh, he's cosplay M'Baku. Um, who else have you done? Nick Fury. Fury. Nick Fury. Yep. Of course. Yeah. It was. So it, yes, we, we we are not we are not uh, the retired O line from you know the 49ers. We're all a bunch of big guys. I understand that, but uh, the, the, I'm so excited to have David on board and to have these opportunities. Thank you to Medford Comic Con for asking us to come Absolutely. on again, and uh, this is going to be huge and just a lot of stuff happening. If you want to know everything that's going on, uh, Sean, where can they go to get all our links and such? TheDcast.net. .net. Don't go to .com because someone bought right. that from under right. me because I let it expire like a dork. It's okay. DCAST.net, our Facebook page, Instagram page, all the links are right there. Yes. And also, if you want to give to our GoFundMe to help get more gear, you that's can... That's there, too. That's all. Everything's there. Everything is there. And then eventually, once we get the gear, we we'll just have a Patreon just to help support the podcast. And we're looking to do YouTube videos now. And it's going to be stinking amazing. And I would encourage you guys to check it out. Stinking. But... So, Sean, yes, sir. What we're doing, we're, I'm excited about um, a certain Marvel movie coming out in a few weeks here. But we got next week. Next week, Captain Marvel. I have my Captain Marvel shirt ready to go. Wow. I purchased it because I've lost so much weight. I can actually buy a shirt as a superhero shirt that fits me at a store, which I haven't been able to do in a long, long time. I have the same Black Panther shirt you have. Oh, that one from Walmart. Yeah, I got. I love that. I one. got plans for it. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I got a Captain Marvel shirt uh, last week. I'm so excited right to, be able to wear that. But um, not not Captain Marvel, but the Avengers Endgame. We have a contest going right, on. We do. Two months from yesterday, we are going to be uh, the decast is going to be getting someone four tickets to to see that movie in your hometown, and it's really easy to enter. All you really have to do is you can go on to our Instagram page, or you can go on to our Facebook page, and you have to obviously like the page, like the post, share the post, tag three of your friends in it that you would take with you to the movie, and then also put a little comment of why you like Marvel, why you like Disney, DCAT, the DCAS, whatever you like. We have a few entries so far, but we still have two more weeks before we do the drawing. We're gonna do the drawing um, the Wednesday after the, we see Captain Marvel. I think, yes. I, think, I think it's the 13th. Yes. But definitely go on there. Chance to get some free tickets. Wherever you are, we'll just send you the tickets. Like Andy said last week, obviously it's going to be 2D tickets. We can't send you to IMAX or a 3D showing, but we'll definitely love to help out and just get some... Uh, just get, get get us out a little bit more and help out our fellow decasters and you know help you guys out. Decasters, you do not want to miss this. These are free tickets to Endgame. So you go onto our Facebook or Instagram page. Right. You like the post that talks about. Right. Well, you got to follow the pages. Right. Um, our Facebook needs some love, guys. So give us our Facebook some love. Yes. If you are if you're already following those pages, that's fine. Like the post that talks about that. There's an in-game post. Has an in-game graphic. Right. There's two of them on it. Yeah, actually. Like the post, and then tag three friends and tell us why. In the comments, you want to go. Why you love Disney, Marvel, or the Decast? And it's that simple, guys. It's free tickets here. I think like ten people have been free. right now. Did we mention it's free? It's free. It's free. Okay. Yeah, there's about ten people who have qualified. Yeah. Yes. You come on. So people. you have really good chances right now with ten only ten people are qualified. So. Yes. 
10% chance. 10? Yeah. <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> Your chances are that good. Right. And this is just our way to tell you, the Decash, we appreciate you for helping us out here with this gear and making this, bringing us to the next level. I'm just super stoked about this. So thank you so, so, so stinking much. And now we're moving on to a segment called This Week in Disney History. That's right, it is. This week in history, Disney's history, uh, kind of pulled in through the week because uh, today's kind of a lower day. Uh, but on February 25th in 1965, the fantastic Mary Poppins is nominated for 13 Academy Awards, including Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Actress in a Leading Role, uh, which was, I mean, for Disney to pull something like that. That is a phenomenal achievement. That was Julie Andrews, right? Yes, sir. Um, also, shout out to my wife, who one of her friends, when she was growing up, her friend's dad was one of the broom who sweeps and dances. And <laughs> chimney sweep? Yeah, chimney sweep. She tells me every time it that she points it out and makes it a point to say it, so I beat her to it. Um, also, on February 25th in 2012, Imagineering and cast members at Disney California Adventure bury a time capsule containing specific park items, and they did that in uh, Buena Vista Plaza. It is scheduled to be opened in 2037. Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, they, they have not said what's in it. They probably won't say what's in it until it's, until it's uh, unearthed. Uh, but that is this week in Disney history. This week in Disney history. And then, um, do you have some, we have some listener questions this week. I do have some listener questions. Can I go back to one thing about yes, the, the, please. this week in Disney history? Absolutely. Uh, one thing I just want to touch on was back in 1928 th during this week was, uh, if anyone knows who Oswald is? Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. First character created by Walt Disney. Stolen from him from Universal Studios. Yes. Yes. Um, basically, this week I was looking on the on the site and saw that there was a three day period where Walt was trying to negotiate getting Oswald back and um, didn't work out too good for him. So I just want to throw that out there. A, a fun fact about Oswald is that um, if you don't know this, that in 2006 the way that Oswald was brought back to Disney was that Bob Iger actually traded the sportscaster Al Michaels. Yes, Monday Night Football? From ESPN to NBC for the rights back to Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. So just want to throw that out there. Shout out to Oswald. Nice. Yeah, very cool. Very yeah. good. Yeah. If you don't know Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, just go make like go Google Oswald the Lucky Rabbit and go to Disneyland or Disneyland in California Adventure. The first thing you walk into Oswald. on the left Oswald. The yeah. character's always there. It's a lot of fun. Cool little bit of Disney history. And if you like um, Epic Mickey, the video game, he's all up in that. But if Oswald was, was here, we wouldn't have Mickey Mouse. So you have to think about that because once he lost, once uh, Walt lost Oswald, he started creating his own character, which was Mickey Mouse, and which came out obviously in November of, two, of 1928. So That seemed to work out pretty well it, for it's, him. Yeah. He's done all right. So He's okay, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's okay. What so, do you do? So yeah. we do have some questions. Questions? Yeah. We have some questions, including one by my own child, but we'll get to that one last. <laughs> So the first question uh, I can ask either, I'll, I'll answer it first to give you guys some time to think about it. You can have any superpower you choose. Hmm. What is it and why? Myself, I go with healing factor. 
Uh, I live a longer life, which means I can do stuff like maybe learn how to play the piano or the guitar. Uh, I heal from things. I don't get sick anymore. And so like X-Men style, like, like um, Wolverine style, or yeah, like I, Captain America style? I much prefer the Wolverine style. Uh, Captain America's is nice. I mean, that comes with a little bit more added benefits. You, you do get the uh, super soldier serum, so you get enhanced yes. agility, reflexes, strength. Um, but I would go straight up just unhealing factor would be phenomenal. All right. I'm going to go with um, like what Deadpool is where he can't die. I think that's cool. <laughs> uh, you know. I, same kind of thing, yeah, super healing. Oh, yeah. And I like to be invisible. I mean, why not? Who wouldn't want to be invisible? Because that's just cool. Just to turn invisible or, like, project visible force fields like Sue Storm or... No, just to turn invisible. All right. That's cool. No, that's a great, <laughs> that's a great power. Yeah. Let's ask David. He, move the mic over to David. What, what, what would you... Superhero. Superhero power. What superhero power? Yes. Ask the question one more time. One superhero power superhero you could have, power. what would it be? Wow. I'm, I'm going with the, I gotta say flying. Flying? Flying's a great it's, one. That's it's a good. generic one, but it's, it's definitely, it, you know, fly, flying transportation is definitely my, my jam. So if I can get anywhere faster in my own space, I don't have to worry about waiting in lines, check, you know, TSA checkpoints, any of that stuff. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm on it. Flying Absolutely. Mine, mine's in line with uh, the DC universe a little bit, so I hope I don't disappoint anybody. Uh -oh. uh, there's that line from uh, from uh, the, the uh, Justice League where uh, the Flash asks Batman, "So what's your superpower?" He's like, "I'm rich." <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> is that so bad? Is that so bad? No. <laughs> I'm rich. So that's that's my superhero. What else we got question-wise? Okay, so according to uh, Kevin... Is it Feig? Feig? Feige. Feige. Kevin Feige. Guardians 3 has been pushed back indefinitely. They're actually saying it might be 2022. Thanks a lot, Drax. <laughs> um, and that coinciding with uh, David Batista appearing back on wrestling as of two nights ago Ooh. probably says to me that he's officially... Elfinito. Uh, yeah. Poor Rick so Blair. that having been said... <laughs> With Spider-Man being the first stage four movie, and Guardians was supposed to be the, what's going to be the next movie in stage four? And what one would you like to see? The first movie in stage four. Well, we know there is, an, we know there's a Spider-Man coming. Mm -hmm. We know there's a Black Panther Black. coming. Yes. There's got to be a Captain Marvel. There's got to be a Captain Marvel somewhere a, in phase four. Second Captain Marvel. Second Captain Marvel. Um, but I think there's some news, there's some talk about what that could possibly be something very obscure. Yeah, the Eternals, Ooh. Um, which are, it's a pretty obscure comic to begin with. Uh, it's a Jack Kirby creation. Um, it's a good comic, definitely, and I've actually tried to bring it back into the fold recently. Um, they brought, a, I think his name was Kai back, brought back with a couple of other stuff. But uh, there's a big, rich history there. It's a huge cast. I mean bigger than Inhumans type cast, and you're getting on like power cosmic scales, but it would tie into the next big villain I'd want to see, which okay, would be okay. uh, Terax leading Galactus into play, and I'd like to nice. have an actual Galactus, like not a, like a great one, um, but uh, a stage four movie I would like to see, I want to see Nova, I want to see Richard Ryder's the Nova. actual the Nova Corps. Yes, I want I want Nova. I want a Nova movie. Okay. I loved the comic when I was a kid and 
love the character when he was in New Warriors, and I'm, I'm a fan of it, so. I'm going to go a little weird here. Do it. West Coast Avengers. I love that comic. I love the get West Coast Avengers and you know put put you know Ant Man leading that up in San Francisco. Yeah, I think that I think that'd be amazing. Can't have Hawkeye lead it, man. That's the wackos. Oh no, no. Even as Ronan? Oh. I never oh. liked Hawkeye or Ronan. Sorry. Oh. Just All my right. thing. That's fine. I, I would watch. I'd watch an Ant Man led wackos. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe get Wonder Man. Somehow brought in, but then you have X. Like, how's X Men can fit into this event? I mean, the, the merger is close to being done with Fox. Okay, well, if if the merger is done, then then we can do Uncanny Avengers, which is a combination of both teams. So you could see Havoc or Cyclops mm-hmm. mixed in with Thor or, or whatever you'd have. you have. You have incredible combinations you, you now. Can, you can have Wolverine with the Guardians per the comic books. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. Yes. You get some old man Logan. Oh. oh, but the last Logan movie was so good. It was. I don't know. Super good. I'm just saying what you can do. I'm not saying what you're going to do. But if that happens, I mean, that I, a geek can dream, man. Let me tell you. All right. A comic book boy can dream. Right. Uh, and the final question. Oh, we haven't asked everybody yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Who's we asked, Dave, our, our residential Marvel guy now. You're absolutely right. I apologize. So... We're gonna get my close up to him. So for me, I'm looking forward to this Doctor Strange too. Oh, yeah. So I think with the introduction to magic and stuff, is they did a nice job introducing it, but I think they can go a little further and stuff with it. So I, I would like that, you know, obviously you get a fitting that Doctor Strange is in Infinity Wars and it's gonna be a big game and plays a critical role in that. But there's a lot to that mystic realm and stuff that. That I think Doctor I think Doctor Strange Two is going to it's going to do great stuff for Phase Four itself, especially when we're talking about I mean, talking about multiple universes and now with the Fox merger and mm-hmm. new characters and the stuff. The multiverse. That is going. I think it's going to allow that little segue to kind of feed that in. So, so yes, I'm looking forward to Doctor Strange Two. Can always can always that. use more Cumberbatch. Yes. <laughs> and Sean, what about you? Well, you know, here at the Dcast, we all have our fortes. And uh, what you're talking about is not mine. <laughs> 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 I'm just gonna be honest. I don't. Know, I don't know a lot about the Ultimate Universe and what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. But Doctor Strange Two sounds good. Yes. There you go. Yeah. I am down with that. Sorry. Doctor. Oh no. <laughs> That's okay. As long as you say, well, I like Archie comics. Or <laughs> <laughs> Jughead. <laughs> I need a Jughead origin story. That would just be. Give me the questions before we do this, so I can. That's fair. <laughs> so, last question. This one was brought up by my daughter, who's very upset if this turns out to be true. Okay. They've released the song list for Lion King. Mm-hmm. Be prepared is not among it. I heard that. Yes. Uh, that is quite upsetting to me, considering that is my favorite villain song. I absolutely agree with you. Of all time, and they certainly have the capability to do such a song. And from what I understand, they're rewriting a couple of new ones. Yeah. Uh, to, I'm, I'm guessing they're just taking advantage of having Beyonce there. Yes, uh, and, as they should. And, and you know, not, not to Childish Gambino as well, not to, not to turn that. I'm just really, if that turns out to be true, and it looks like it is, is this a huge mistake? That's her question. Mm. Well, who, who do they have playing Scar right now? I can't remember. It's, uh... He was on Black Panther. He's a. Uh, I don't have my phone on. So I'm gonna. I'm not gonna try to attempt his name because I will butcher it. <laughs> on Black Panther. Oh, I don't have it. Uh, 
Scar. Any, any decasters out there? Uh, who's playing Scar on, on The Lion King? Jeremy Irons is still available. Jer <laughs> <laughs> it's not like he did a terrible job. Unfortunately, I don't have access to my computer. My computer is currently recording this podcast, so I can't. Scar is. Cheetle. Oh, Edge of Four? Edge of Four? Edge of Four, yes. Okay. All right. Sorry. Okay. I've messed up that name enough time in this podcast, I finally got it down. CE. CE. Now you got me messing up, guys. Thanks a lot. He's perfectly. Capable of carrying that I'm, song. Oh, but I'm just like, you do have opportunities. You have Childish Gambino and you have Beyonce. So I think there's a lot of opportunities for new stuff. D with the notable exception of the Alice in Wonderland live action films, Disney has not steered us wrong yet on these live action remakes. So I'm going to trust them on this until they do me wrong. Alice in Wonderland's an exception just because I'm told so tired of Johnny Depp. Just that's my thing. Didn't the sequel make a billion dollars? The first one made a billion dollars. The sequel tanked. Uh, by tanked, it made. Yes. I'll take that tank any day. I so think it's a mistake. Well, those are those are some of the questions I've provided. So I think they are making a mistake by not including be Absolutely. prepared if they don't have be prepared. Not only is it a fantastic. That's a huge scene in that movie. Yeah. What is? What, it, how are they gonna? What are they gonna do in everything. place of it? It gives you your, your bona fide villain moment. Yeah. Uh, not only that, all the background noises are beautiful and gorgeous. The imagery is fantastic with the with the walking in unison of, of the hyenas and, the, and it's just an amazing song. Um, but as you said, they don't tend to steer us wrong. They don't. So. And you got Beyonce. And Beyonce I mean, they got to use her. And the thing is, though, she was the, one of the last cast members to be added because knowing her standards, she wanted to make sure that this thing was going to be a hit. She's not going to attach her name to something that's not going to make a billion dollars. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking they're going to utilize her in some way that we just cannot foresee. She's a survivor. <laughs> She's going to make it. Yeah, She's yeah, yeah. She's going to make it, yep. So... Um, with that, we're going to move on to what used to be called Surviving Disneyland. Now, Disneyland 101 with Sean. Oh, I like that music. <laughs> okay, All right, so, Sean, what do you have for us? So I want to talk about a couple of things this week. Um, basically, what I'm going to start doing on this little segment is uh, what's kind of happening at the park. Give a couple tips for Disneyland that might help you out. And then I want to feature one ride every week and kind of give you a little bit of brief history on that ride. So, happening this week, starting March 1st, April 23rd, is Disney's uh, Food and Wine Celebration. Used to only be on the weekends, now they're going to have it every day, so it's 54 days of celebration. So, basically you come out, you know, there's that food booth, there's like 14 different booths, there's ish all right. things at all, the, at, at all of the restaurants. Uh, Guy Fieri has, a, you can taste his samples, which I guess is sold out already. Um, <laughs> says lots of fun for the whole family. So that's what's happening. They're starting this week. Uh, like I said last week, World of Color started back up. Nice. It's going to be, it looked really good. So a um, couple of tips I want to go over just this week. I have like th three or four of them. First one I would say is to, if, if you're going to Disneyland, you want to buy the tickets online before you get there. Yes, if, always. If you get to Disneyland, if you've been to Disneyland, you know they have ticket booths there. You're waiting in line forever to buy the tickets. Um, this is quicker. You can actually buy tickets online, buy your Max Pass online, have it set up before you even go into the park. Um, another suggestion is when you buy those tickets, buy a park hopper. Mm -hmm. um, park hoppers, it just will help you utilize the whole time you're there. Um, then uh, take advantage of the magic mornings. If you get a, a three or four day pass, you get a magic morning. Magic morning basically will give you early entrance into uh, 
the Disney California Adventure or Disneyland, depending on which day you decide to go. Mm -hmm. um, then what you want to do, what I'd recommend is if you go on Radiator Springs, which is usually the ride that they go through the fast passes the quickest, you want to go to hit, get your fast pass on that ride the day that the Magic Morning is not there, if that makes sense. That, so yes. they open at 9, you want to make sure you're in the park at 9 getting your max pass so you have the fast pass right away. Last thing on the tips is the security lines. Something we do, we usually go with a huge group of people. So what we'll do is we'll take two or three people and have them have all their stuff in their backpack so everyone's not getting searched. If you come in off the harbor side where the Toy Story parking lot is, um, there's lines you can just go through if you don't have any backpacks and they can get through quicker. So pick a couple of people in your thing, in your line to make sure that you have, that they have all the stuff, have to deal with security of the keys and everything like that. <clears throat> Excuse me. The ride I want to talk about, uh, when you asked when we first started this, is what my favorite ride was, my, my favorite rides, is the Pirates of the Caribbean, which is everyone's, I'm, every, everyone loves that ride. I'm just going to go through a couple points about it, and um, that ride, it was uh, the last ride that Walt overseen building before he passed away. Um, he, he died in December 15, December 15, 1966, and that ride opened March 18th of 1967 so it opened three months after he passed away but he was so hands-on with it that I was uh, Imagineers used to push him on a chair on a dolly through the ride to make sure that it was at the speed that the boats would go mm -hmm. um, when it was first thought of it was thought of to be at a, a walkthrough museum a walkthrough wax museum yes. that, that was the original yes. idea of it and then they decided after the success of Small World at the uh, what the World's Fair? Is that what it was? It was uh, a yeah, World's Fair in New World's York. World's Fair. Um, they had the boats there, and they figured that this would be the best way to get people through, and they could expand the ride a lot bigger. Um, that ride can actually handle has a capacity of about three thousand people per hour. It's one of the quickest rides to get people through the park, which is why there's usually, usually not that more than a forty-five minute wait or so. Um, Ex Atencio, who wrote he he wrote the song uh, "A Pirate's Life" for me. Mm -hmm basically wrote that song in the same form that he wrote um, the Haunted Mansion song. Grim Grinning Ghost? Yeah, so whenever you go on that ride, anywhere that you that you go on that ride, the way the, the, way the song was written, without, it doesn't sound off, if that makes sense. It always mm -hmm. just picks up. You go into a different scene, the song's playing a different part, but it still makes sense. Yes. Um, slide down here. When they were... When they were going through the ride to, to get it ready, the Anaheim Fire Department, uh, the fire effect there, it's just basically like some plastic with lights behind it. Some fans. Yeah, and, yeah. the Anaheim Fire Department thought it was too realistic and had them install fire alarms to make to just, just because they were so worried about how it actually looked so it didn't scare anyone. Um, a couple of, uh, here talking about uh, the bones on the ride. I don't know if you, got, if you heard anything about the, Ooh, the yes. bones on the ride. Uh, when they were building this, they built when they first built it. They used a lot of cadaver bones from UCLA Medical School. They a lot of them. So throughout the throughout the years, they have actually taken them out, and replaced them with because things are getting better now with uh, costume design, all that stuff to make it better. But there is a rumor that on the captain's quarters, when you're going through, he's up there on, up there on his bed with his magnifying glass. Uh, there's a skull and crossbones above him. Rumor is that is still real. That is still a real skull and crossbones. Not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. A couple of years ago, we um, we had that. We were able to do the VIP tour where we went on the ride, and they had the plaid vest with us, and he was walking. He was riding through us, and I asked him, and he looked at me and he said, 
I can't deny it. So <laughs> he, 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 he didn't confirm or deny it, but he definitely said that it, it's definitely a possibility. And I've heard that. So many people have said that. A couple, uh, one thing about some changes on that ride. Obviously, when it first opened up, there's a scene where the men were chasing the women around. Uh, mm -hmm. That's been reversed now to where the women are chasing the men around with bread, with a loaf of bread or like a yeah. baking roll or whatever. And then yep, yep, yep. obviously the biggest change just recently last year was when they went from the auctioneer scene to where it's now the, the redhead. The redhead. Yep. So I don't know. We've talked about a little bit about the redhead. I think it's not that big. I like it. I think it's a. it looks really good. It's amazing. It, it, it looks really, character. really, really and the, good. The, the rumor is right now they're going to make the new Pirates of the Caribbean movies, John, the ones without Johnny Depp. Right. Thank God. Um, with the, the it's gonna be it's gonna center around Did red. You say without? Without. And you, you're, you're happy about that? Yeah, very much so. <laughs> I am not the hugest. Johnny Depp plays no one character. He has no depth as an actor. He's Captain Jack. Yeah, he's Captain Jack in everything. Okay, fair enough. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's pretty good in Willy Wonka, though. As Captain Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I. All right, we, we could have that debate one other night. Oh, like. yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not. And there's other reasons why I'm not a huge Johnny Depp fan. Couple yeah. more, just a couple more, really quick facts on Pirate Script that I thought were pretty cool. It's 630 gallons of water are inside the ride. It takes three days to completely empty it and refill it if they have to do any maintenance on it or anything. Um, 53 audio animatronic animals and birds. 75 auto audio animatronic pirates and villagers. 1,830 feet of flume for the ride, which makes it last 16 minutes long. That's, that's one of the longest rides. one of the longest rides yep. in Disneyland. With that, and then Small World, and then obviously Rise of the Resistance is going to be almost 28 yeah. minutes when that starts. Yeah. And then, I don't know if you guys know this, but that is actually built underground in Disneyland. If you notice, when you go on, when you, when yep. you go on the ride, there's two drops. There's a 57-foot drop and a 32-foot drop. The reason that I do that is to get you outside of the park because there's a berm that goes all the way around the Disneyland Park where the railroad is on. Uh, the reason they have those drops is to drop you underneath there to get you outside into these two huge show buildings where the ride actually is. And then, yeah, 57 foot, 32 foot drop. So you're about 70 feet underground while, while the whole ride is going on. And then um, they, they, I remember that I read an interview a long time ago and they asked Walt Disney, why didn't you do more with the, the lift coming back up? You know, what, why didn't you do something more exciting or, or whatever? And he just says, people need to get back up. And, 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 that, and, and that was... It is pretty anticlimactic. Yeah, like, da, 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 da. yeah, it's just like, oh, something big up? Nope, you're just at the top. It's like, oh, you can come down. Yeah. So that's it. That's my little thing about uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, if you guys have any suggestions of what you'd like to hear about, um, let me know. I'm going to try to feature one different one every week and... Yeah, hit us up on the socials. Go to our socials. Go to thedcast.net. Check out uh, Instagram, Facebook. Hit us up on there. And uh, we, for sure, will uh, try to answer your questions about Disneyland yes, in please. the Disney parks. Uh, with that, we're doing our segment uh, with uh, the one, the only, Chris, Chris, Chris Brown, called The Lesser Known. That's right. I had to throw in that New Orleans music, man. You are from, you are from New Orleans. In the world. There, oh, we can hear Chris now. I, I thought you were telling me to go backwards. That's no, we're still getting used to these loud. microphones okay. here, people. 
We're still getting used to it. So this, this lesser known movie is called The Strongest Man in the World. It's from 1975. It was directed by Vincent McEverdy. He also directed episodes of Simon and Simon, Murder, She Wrote, uh, Columbo, and 20 episodes of Magical World of Disney. Uh, so he's he gets around a little bit. It stars uh, Kurt Russell, Mr. Ooh. Jack Burton himself. No, okay, no. Little known fact. Yes. Walt Disney's last words. Kurt Russell. That's true. How about that? Yep. I get it. Makes sense. I, I, I don't, but, you know. It's Kurt Russell. I mean, I mean, he was good in Guardians 2. It's Jack Burton. Forget yeah. that. Is why is there a pretty trouble? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it also stars Joe Flynn. Um... Eve Arden, who is the principal from Greece, mm -hmm. um, uh, Cesar Romero, or not to bring up the distinguished competition, but played the Joker in the Batman TV show. We also have Dick Van Patten. Hey, I bet. <laughs> Any of you Robin Hood Men and Tights fans? Also, King Roland in Spaceballs. Oh. So, got to bring up those two. Uh, the plot is pretty simple. Uh, there's a college that Kurt Russell attends. It's in dire straits, and they have different ways that they try to save it. It is the third in a trilogy. Kurt Russell plays the lead in all three movies. Uh, the first one is The Computer War Tennis Shoes. The second one is called Now You See Him, Now You Don't, and then it ends with The Strongest Man in the World. Um, it's called the Dexter Riley series. Okay. Dexter Riley is the character that Kurt Russell plays. Uh, I did watch it. I didn't watch the other two. Was it on Netflix? Uh, no. Did you watch it by legal means? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> if that helps you. Uh, but We do not condone uh, not pirating here never. as the guest. Um, Somebody owned a copy of it, and that's how I watched it. All right. So uh, <laughs> it's um, it plays a lot on, De on, uh, on Dexter Riley. It plays a lot on Kurt Russell's charms, and you know, it's not like he wasn't devilishly handsome. Or still doublely handsome, so it's 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 charming in a 1975 way. If you're a Kurt Russell fan, um, or if you have a parent who is, they'd probably enjoy watching him again. So yeah, the strongest man in the world, lesser-known Disney movie. The strongest man in the world. Go to your local pirating website and find it today. Because <laughs> you probably can't find. You know, actually, Amazon's a great place to find the DVDs to order them. Sure, Usually, sure. they're on back order and stuff. So. Yep. Uh, if you have a movie, a lesser-known Disney movie in the Disney world, even like Touchstone, like, like I even thought about Dick Tracy the other day. I, remember Dick, that's I had a thought. I lost it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. Hit us up on the socials, and uh, we would love to look at that feature. And I know eventually we're going to look at some of these movies like online and uh, like stream us watching them, and that should be interesting. It yeah. should be. Yeah, so anyways, with that, we're moving on to Andy's Toy Box. Also, everybody, uh, thanks for being patient with us on. We're just trying to still kind of figure out, like, I'm, I got an iPad here, I got the, the mixer board here, and I got the computer here recording and microphones, and yeah, so we're getting it all figured out, but this week in Andy's Toy Box, we had the Oscars this week, Ooh. the Oscars. Um, overall reactions of the Oscars, uh, first of all, Disney did come away with how many Oscars here? Disney had uh, four Academy Awards. Four. Three of them were for Black Panther. <clears throat> And one was for Bayo, the uh, best animated short, which I love Bayo. That was a good Very good. It was it was great. Um, 
my disappointment with it is uh, the Oscars in general. <laughs> I was not a fan of the film Green Book at all. Uh, okay, it was a good film. I didn't think it should have been nominated. Um, I thought Black Klansman was better. I really wanted Black Panther to win. Uh, I actually thought Black Klansman was going to win. I really did. Um, I thought Roma, Rob saw, I saw Roma that same day. I finally watched it on Netflix. Great film. One best foreign language, which I figured was going to happen. But uh, first of all, reactions of Black Panther not winning best picture. Sean. Well, I only saw two of the nominees. So I saw that and I saw Star is Born that day, actually. Okay. I, I thought it was better than that. So um, I, I think that was a great, Black Panther was a great movie. So I think it, Got what three out of its seven nominations? It still got some. Yeah, you got best soundtrack or best, be, yeah, yeah, best, best score. Best score. Best original. Best screen. Best, it was best score, best uh, production design, yeah, and best costumes. costumes. Yeah, yeah, which absolutely it was definitely. Yes. Um, I love their people that got the awards. Their speeches were great. They yeah. were just so happy, and it was nice to see. They were just everyone was everyone from that cast was so excited every time they were nominated or won, but. It was disappointing that they didn't win because that's one of the movies I saw, but I thought it was a great movie. I've seen it like four or five times. Yes. Really good movie. And Star Wars Born, I thought you, you said you liked it. I, it was okay. but I enjoyed Star Wars Born. I, I, thought, I didn't think it was going to win. Right. It won Best Original Song. Uh, there was that awkward moment with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, like, and his girlfriend's like, Bradley Cooper's girlfriend's over there. It's like, okay, what's going on here, guys? That was crazy. And, was, and everybody's still talking. I mean, maybe it's just for a show. I don't know. I just was like, okay. he was in character. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> They've been doing all these press junkets together, and yeah. I'm like, okay, these guys are—they keep talking so well about each other. But you know, whatever. You know, it's all—it's all good. Also, he's a good singer. I thought, I thought that was impressive. He was a pretty good. Singer. He's a little pitchy, dog. A little yeah. pitchy. Okay. A little pitchy. Okay, but okay. but he did, I, obviously they came right up yeah. from their seats. There was no vocal warm up. They just right. boom started going. So, for someone who's not a professional singer, pretty right. dang good. No vocal warm up. I mean, Lady Gaga. Lady amazing. Gaga now has several Grammys. Now she won a Grammy. For this, for this um, film as well, she's won several Grammys before. She has an Emmy, Emmy. and now she has an Oscar. All she needs so is a Tony. She needs to get herself a Tony, yeah. and she's got an EGOT. Yeah. If you don't yeah. know what EGOT is, that's an Emmy, a Tony, an Oscar, and a Grammy. Grammy. Yeah. And that's your EGOT there. Yeah. So, really close, really, really close. So, um, also Fox won quite a few um, as well, and they won seven right for the night. Um, well, here's the big one. For the first time in a long time, a Disney Pixar film did not was not win Best Animated Feature, but a Marvel property did with Into the Spider-Verse. I honestly thought it was it was an amazing film. It was really innovative, just yeah. all around. I was really excited. But what is Disney get does Disney have to step up its game? Because they had this streak going on for the longest time and now but it's still a Marvel film. Right. But it's the Marvel, it's Sony Marvel. So what is Disney gonna do to keep? Well, the we discussed alive? this a few weeks ago. If all these live actions are actually animated movies, so we'll see how how they're gonna what they're gonna be. How they're gonna list it. How they're gonna categorize them. Yeah, next, the Lion next King. Year. The Lion King. Yeah. yeah is it gonna be animated? Is it gonna be? Well, which is funny because I was actually was I, I was listening to an interview. They have an actual director of photography for a DP cinematographer for the Lion King. So there's gonna be some aspects of live action in there. Right. So they're animating live action. Animals. So is that considered an animated movie? Then? I don't. I, that's, I don't know how you're going to do is that. Is Roger Rabbit animated? Uh, is Mary Poppins animated? <laughs> These are the questions that keep us up at night, people. Right. <laughs> that's a yeah. So 
obviously Oscars big night. There there was no host this year for the first time. There was all the controversy with Kevin Hart, who was in, was in and out, then wanted to be back in and couldn't. And it moved a lot more quickly. And then they were going to get rid of the best cinematography. Like they they weren't going to get rid of the award. They were not going to televise certain awards. It was hair and makeup, uh, cinematography, which was weird, editing, and there was one more. Um, but they ended up doing it. The whole thing lasted three hours, 15 minutes. Ratings were way up, which was amazing. And I'm a sucker for the Oscars, being a film student, so I was very happy. I wasn't happy uh, Bohemian Rhapsody uh, won Best Editing because that was one of the worst edited movies right. I've seen in my freaking right. life. Like, what the heck? Like, it was like a five-year-old with iMovie edited that thing. Sorry, I'm just... But Rami Malek did win uh, Best Actor, which I thought, gosh, gosh, that guy was good. Yeah, yeah. he did a great job in that did, movie. He did a great job in a poorly written film that was seemed like it was put together by a committee. Right. He nailed yeah. that. I thought he did a great yeah. job. He's phenomenal, though, to be yeah. fair. Yes, He's... he absolutely. Did you notice there was no Avengers ad? There was supposed to be an ad. There was supposed to be there an was Avengers. Supposed, there was, though. Yeah, there, was there? Lion King. Yeah, there was. Lion yeah. King. What do you think of yeah. the Lion King stuff? It was good. No, it was I mean, good. It's, it, just makes you want more. Yeah. yeah, it's nothing we haven't seen before. Right. So poster but looks great. They didn't seem to be prepared. So no. I'm, I'm <laughs> eager to see Timon and Pumbaa. Eager to see Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. See how they do that. Mmm. I uh, yeah yeah. And that's Billy. It's not Billy Eichner. Is one of them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's, yep. That's gonna be cool. I uh, still. There's so much coming out. We got Captain Marvel here pretty soon. Then Dumbo. Dumbo, yeah, that's going to be just weird. I can't wait to see what they do with the um, elephants on parade scene. That's going to be trippy and probably LSD and weird. Maybe they won't have that either. But no, who do they have directing? Oh, that's right. Oh, it's going to be even weirder. It's going to be stranger. (laughs) Yes. It's got dogs in it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with that, though, uh, Captain Marvel is now... Uh, tracking to go $150 million domestically opening weekend next week. With that also came the announcement that Rotten Tomatoes will not be allowing anyone to review a film before the day of release. So my question is to you guys, is it a good idea for Rotten Tomatoes to stop the trolls and not let people review the film until after it's been released? Because what generally happens is they let people review it because there's a lot of local junkets and reviewers and local markets that let's see first and allowing reviewers to review it then allows them to do that uh, problem is you got the trolls on there who say oh it was terrible that's why star wars had such a horrible critic uh, such a horrible like reader rating but a high critic rating is that a good idea also will captain marvel make 150 million dollars uh opening weekend chris uh it's a great idea to keep them from doing it because for the same reasons why uh Star Wars had such a low rating, and Kirk Cameron surviving Christmas had such a high rating. Oh my point. gosh, Kirk um, Cameron that's just surviving two, Christmas. Two, two opposite ends of the spectrum there. Uh, will it do 150 million domestically? Yes. Okay. Yes, it will. I do. I think so. Will it do 150 million dollars domestically, Sean? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I saw that. I was just reading the article that you sent to us. It says that it's already. Projected uh, pre-sales are over what, Wonder Woman, and I cannot yep. remember the other movie that it was that's higher than right now. But I absolutely think it will. Yeah, I think it looks great. And I think it's gonna it's gonna bring a lot of women to, mm-hmm. to the to the movies because sure. it's. I mean, all their advertising is how it's how to make a hero, but then it says her first, and it says hero. Yep. So I, I I think it's gonna be great. Yeah, yeah and Brie Larson's been ruffling a lot of feathers uh, with her talk of wanting more diverse press junkets, and it's just been received 
which was received by the troll class on the internet, and they're out in force right now. And I'm like, yeah, let's let that's not a bad idea, you know. Let's let's do that. And people just want to they want to mess with this movie, and it just it, it's good. The, the, I mean, last week we talked about it. Thanos is blank. He is. You know, yeah. Captain Marvel is so powerful, it's just going to blow everybody out of the water. I'm super excited. The four of us are going to go see it March are you going? 7th. Yes. We have, I, I had that extra ticket last week I was talking oh, about. that's right, yeah. So you knew that's what you knew this was happening. I knew. Perfect. I knew in here. It's all, it's all good. It's all good. That's so, great. yeah. Um, also, uh, out there, and I want to talk a little bit about that, the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge costumes came out. I, yeah, we put the pictures on the. What do you guys Insta- think? They did a whole little fashion show at Disneyland. Perfectly, I think they're cool. They're cool. I, I saw someone say they're like, well, I don't know. It seems like some of the costumes look like they're, you're not gonna be able to tell who's a cast member or not. But I, I don't think. I think they're all great. You got the name tags. Yeah, I need to pay attention. I think it's. I can't wait for that to open. Yeah. I cannot wait to see that. Yeah, it'll be absolutely stinking amazing. Um, so, yeah, that is what's in Andy's toy box. What else we got? Anything else this week, guys, going on here in the Disney universe we want to discuss before we go ahead and do our normal wrap-up? Uh, anything? What do you got, Chris? Chris, you look like you have something. He has something on his mind. He does. Is, oh. it, the, is it the lightsabers? It's the lightsabers. In, uh, as, as we, we should talk about Okay. This. We no. have it in front of you. <laughs> I do. I do, and I've been, I've, been, I've been sitting on it for I've been sitting on it for about two weeks. Okay, okay. So uh, just want to let you know that the lightsaber dueling has officially become recognized by the French Fencing Federation. Looks uh, like Chris is moving to France. They, that's right. <laughs> uh, they placed it alongside the traditional disciplines of uh, Epsi, Foil, and Saber. Uh, they're not like the ones yielded in Star Wars, but um, obviously because they would be health issues. Uh, but they're trying to get kids off of the sofa. They're trying to get them out, and they're trying to get them active, and this is a way to do that. Fencing has seen a rise in popularity, uh, timed with certain releases, uh, Zorro is a, was a big one. Fencing got popular again when uh, Not Yet decided to do a little bit um, Zorro. But they have their own scoring system. They've added sound effects. They have light added to it. Um, you have to swoop in for attacks, and it will make the <laughs> noise. I mean, I'm in. come on. But you get to exercise, and you get to, to lightsaber duel, man. So, uh, bon chance, France. That's that's awesome. There you go. Fantastic job. So I'm super excited about that. I'm not interested in fencing, obviously, but just <laughs> just throwing that out there. Yeah. There we go. Uh, so also, um, what can we expect? What, what do we want to do here for? We got met for Comic Con coming up. What are some things that well, I'm just talking to you guys now? Oh, good. Um, it is it is the world's largest free Comic Con. Uh, April 27th and 28th uh, in downtown Medford. What are, some, what are some things that we want to do as, as a group to draw people in, to get them excited for the cosplay contest? We're going to be playing music or all kinds of stuff. Any ideas? Any, oh. any, any, anything? I don't know about logistically, but is there a chance we could go live? I think we're going to go live. We are going to go live. Because that would be kind of killer. All right. And um, let, uh, can, can, you, can, you, can you cosplay, Chris? I have a cosplay for you. Oh, boy. I mean, as long as it's a seven X cosplay. <laughs> well, I think we can, I think we handle it because. Um, you make me big Barda? Am I gonna be? I was gonna say Chewbacca. <laughs> I can be chewy. I'm gonna be a very short and thick chewy, but <laughs> Peter what, may use a lot. One of the um, one of the um, 
the Wookiees from uh, the Christmas special. Oh, his mother. I, why are you bring that up again? It's so disturbing. Oh. I love the it Christmas special. Makes me want to bomb cash all over again. I actually because. Apparently, George Lucas is on a mission to get rid of that. I found a bootleg copy on YouTube, and I immediately found a way to download it. So it's on my computer. So I own it every Christmas. I pull that out from my old computer, and I just watch that thing. And yeah, he's, you make your kids watch it. Uh, well, no, because it's. <laughs> it, okay, have you have you seen this? It's a little. A long time ago. It's a little. Suge- right. it's, it's very. I think I, I, this is a family show. I'm not going to talk. It's <laughs> rough. This played on network TV. Are you kidding me? I watched it two years ago. It's it's rough, and the fact that they were able to get, you know, like Han and and just to come on. I'm baffled at how they were able to oh get my gosh. some of the cast members to come on it. It's. And the, it's the, bad. The situation with that particular special was there were they, they didn't know whether or not Star Wars was going to get another f- film. They finally got greenlit for another film, and they're trying to keep Star Wars on the consciousness of the popular culture. So we got to do something. Let's throw us together. And Carrie Fisher sings. Yes, 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 she does. So we have on a tangent there. So what are some things we could do? What, what do you want to see in here at Medford Comic Con? I've never been to a Comic Con. So what? No, oh I'm, my! I'm t- how I'm exciting! We had this discussion earlier. How exciting! And we also need to you get you talk D- about Disneyland. I'm good, but anything. That means we need to get you a D23 too this year. Oh God, I would love that. Any listeners out there who want to send the four of us to D23? Right. That would be Disney. Anyone? Yeah, Disney. Disney. I know you listen, Disney. Right. I look at the IP addresses. <laughs> Burbank, Disney Studios. Yep. You're listening. I know you are. So hook us up. Right. Thanks. Four guys from Southern Oregon just want to come down and yeah. experience. Yeah, we'll, we'll report. We'll do whatever you yeah. want. We'll eat churros. All, I, I can't yeah. have churros, but you know, I I can. I'll, I'll have yours. Oh, <laughs> that's. Just... You seen how many churros they have now? I know, Mr. Like, Cheesy Pop. Let's yes. talk Mr. Cheesy Pop. Tell us what you know about Mr. Cheesy Pop. Maybe he'll listen. Adam, and his churros, chur, his journey of churros. God, he eats them all the time. I don't know. Yes. He just did a video today about caramel churro. Uh huh. A couple weeks ago, he posted, um, a vi- did a video where he went to all the different uh, princesses and would you accept this churro? It was a, gra- it was a great video. If you haven't seen that, check out Max's uh, Will You Accept This Churro video. Max it's Oakley, great. Mr. It, Cheesy it's Pop so himself. Good. It's funny because I think, Chris, you worked at, D- at Disney World. I, they, they, they can't accept it, correct? They, correct. They, yeah, they have to find, and they were all very creative in saying why they couldn't have it, or, oh, no, you keep it for you, or, oh, I'll keep it to Abu. It, it, it was great. Minnie took it. And it was pretty funny in the video. So if you if you have a chance to watch that video, because it's great. So. That is Mr. Cheesy Pop is on YouTube. Max Go Blake. check Max, Max Blake. Blake. He's awesome. Great guy. I've gotten to talk to him a few times. I've actually I, I've seen him in person, but never got to actually talk to him. I met him last time I was at Disney. I know a lot of people yeah. who know him. Yeah, he's really cool. So Sarah, Leo, all those cats. I know all, all of them. So yeah. Anyways, uh, with that, uh, where can people find you on the internet, Chris? We got one minute here. Go. On uh, the internet, you can find me on Facebook, the Decast webpage. That's the best I can do for you right now. All right, Sean. Um, <laughs> it's uh, Sean Disney 55 on Twitter and Instagram. Also, make sure you guys go on to a Decast Instagram and Facebook and sign up for the Avengers contest. Yes, and you can reach me at Andy Herndon and all the various social media, media networks. And also, David, what's your what's your socials? Uh, you can reach me at the real on Twitter, and I admin Marvel Addicts with exclamation. Facebook. The real David Van Hook on Twitter and Marvel Addicts. We're actually going to put a link to that on the DCAST Facebook page. You guys can check that out. It is a great Marvel group, and he'll be our Marvel guru. With that, guys, thank you for listening to this episode of the DCAST. DCAST.